The search is on for the Chunkasaurus. We're checking in with our friends at the Field Museum. Dr. Sarah Ruan is the assistant curator of herpetology at the Field Museum. Thank you for joining us, Sarah. So why are you looking for the Chunkasaurus? Oh, and let me just tell everyone, in case you've been under a rock or underwater, Chunkasaurus is a snapping turtle that has become somewhat of a Chicago celebrity after being featured in a TikTok video. Happened to be in the Chicago River, sunning itself. Sarah, I've renamed it Pop and Fresh because it looks like she popped out of a <laughs> a biscuit can. <laughs> oh, what a good description. This turtle absolutely does look like it popped right out of a Pillsbury biscuit can. Uh, so, yeah, so I was out this past Wednesday. I was invited by uh, the Sun-Times and WBEZ to do a little recon on whether we could re-spot this snapping turtle, given that it's become such a local, popular uh, figure here. It seemed like a fun activity, um, rather than going to meetings at the museum on Wednesday. This was an even more fun sort of thing to do. And we had um, Chris Anker on. He's a wildlife biologist. Shortly after the video went viral, he estimated that she's anywhere between 45 and 55 years old. It's a female, probably loaded with eggs and might have an issue with epidemia or something like that, that she's so puffy. What's your take on that? Yeah, I I would have to absolutely agree pretty much with all of that. It's pretty hard once turtles reach an adult size to say accurately what their age is going to be. But snapping turtles can live a really long time, just like most turtles. So estimating this turtle being anywhere between 25, 35, 45, 55, even over that in age is totally reasonable and plausible. Um, and yeah, the turtle does absolutely look pretty, pretty puffed out. And as I mentioned, when I was talking to some other people, um, sometimes when these turtles are spending all their time in water, they get sort of bloated and waterlogged from being in the water pretty much all of the time. And so when they come out and are basking, which is pretty unusual for snapping turtles to start with, uh, in particular right when they come out and if they've only been sitting there for a little while, they really don't lose all of that water and have that edema sort of look to them. Uh, so it doesn't necessarily indicate a problem, but it also doesn't indicate that the turtle is all all meat or all fat or all muscle there. And so the actual size of it might be somewhat reduced if it was to become a little bit less waterlogged. Dr. Sarah Ruan is the assistant curator of herpetology at the Field Museum. And when I saw that you were searching for the Chunkasaurus, I was like, oh, my God, there's not a lot of living things at the Field Museum. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. This was, this was only a recon mission. There were... There were no plans to capture Chonkosaurus. We want <laughs> these long-lived animals to keep on living that long-lived life. Uh, but although the Field Museum is where we store a lot of non-living specimens, the reality is that myself and pretty much all of the scientists who work here, our research does focus a lot on going out and finding live animals and plants and other organisms as well. So although what we store happens to be... Uh, among the non-living, what we work on is still oftentimes from live animals. So a lot of the field work I do, um, I have a local project right now, even in Chicago, where we're just documenting some of the diversity at the forest preserves in the Chicago region and seeing what reptiles and amphibians are there. And that's mostly just taking DNA samples and releasing the animals back into their environment. How interesting. So 
this career has brought you face-to-face with a nine-foot tiger rat snake in Belize, right? That is true. That was one of the, the most fun, exciting snakes. It's a beautiful snake. They're black and yellow and striped, just like the name might uh, lead you to believe. And they get, they're one of the biggest snakes you get in the Americas. So you, you pick them up getting into Central America, and they go all the way to South America. And they can get over 12 feet long. So nine feet's no joke, but they can get even bigger. And these snakes, when you catch them, they have a lot of attitude. They're totally harmless. They're not venomous. They're not dangerous. But anytime you grab a wild animal, the chances that its reaction is going to be aggressive is pretty good, right? Nobody nobody wants to be grabbed out of whatever they're doing unexpectedly. So the reaction from this snake, and again, this is a snake we took a DNA sample from, so that was the goal. The reaction from this snake was to, to get pretty wild. And at one point I was trying to photograph it. I was with my good friend, Frank Burbrink, um, who's also a herpetologist. And at one point we were trying to photograph it. And he said, watching me try to kind of get it under control was sort of like watching the knife fight in the Michael Jackson video for, I think it's thriller <laughs> or is it bad maybe where they're going around in circles with their hands duct taped together, having this knife fight. So the snake was, was pretty wild, but that's to me what the fun of doing a lot of this stuff is, is, you know, these animals are just trying to live their lives, and you're the one interrupting them. So you can't get upset when they're a little bit bothered about it. Absolutely. Um, the listeners of WGN have helped me out greatly because I'm that person that stops for an injured bird and uh, encountered a snapper last summer and stopped traffic and helped it across the road. Didn't oh, know good. it was a snapping turtle until I picked it up, and then I thought, thank God I picked it up <laughs> in the right place near the hind legs. and That's the and- spot. They have recently taught me, though, that if I encounter another one, to take a long stick, let them chomp on it, and gently drag them. Is that appropriate? That that would be anything is more appropriate than the turtle getting smashed by a car, which is what happens to one of the, the biggest dangers to these adult snapping turtles, which don't have that many predators out in the water, is that when these females come up to lay their eggs and they try and cross a road, getting smashed by a car tends to be one of the the really terrible fatalities that they face. And so I would start with saying anything that gets them off the road, probably in the direction they were trying to go is ideal as long as you're not in danger yourself, right? You don't, you don't want to get hit by a car or cause an accident. Um, Back legs is definitely a safe thing to do. Get If the turtle will chomp on a stick and you can kind of drag it gently across the road to safety, I would see nothing wrong with that. In the past, people might have advised, oh, you can grab them and pick them up by their tails. No. And while, again, it's probably better to get them off the road, that can be something that actually causes, like, a little bit of a dislocation in their vertebral column where their tail is attached. And so those turtles are really heavy, and so that weight on them isn't a good idea. So that's the worst way. The the stick-dragging way is probably far better than the tail-grabbing way. And grabbing their back feet is definitely safe and it's a good way to do things but the turtle may have a bit of an attitude about that yeah. you know, you're trying to help it and so the, the biggest danger there is really their back feet and their front feet for that matter have pretty pretty significant claws and getting clawed by one is again you could you could probably tolerate it but you might not, not enjoy fun. the way it feels yeah yeah, yeah. I appreciate you joining us. I hope you'll come back sometime. And would you agree that the reason the Chunkasaurus became virally famous, like the video went viral, was because the narration by the two Chicago guys? 
Oh, for sure. I mean, you really can't beat getting that kind of narration to go with such a spectacular looking animal. Thank you for thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Lisa. Dr. Sarah Ruan from the Field Museum on the search for the Chunkasaurus.